everyone also feeling like they're being punched in the face repeatedly? Or is it just me? Because that's kind of where I'm at. So I didn't make an episode last week because everything kind of just felt really weird and raw. And honestly, I didn't think that I could talk about anything else besides what I talked about um, in the previous episode, which was when coronavirus and was really kind of becoming more real and affecting our lives. Whereas before that, it was kind of this thing that was affecting people, but we were still living our lives and kind of having this invincibility almost. Whereas now, in the past two weeks, things have drastically changed. So last week, I was kind of like, oh, I don't really want to be repetitive and talk about, you know, the same thing. But also at the same time, I didn't want to come on here and talk about something and have it really not matter because obviously there's bigger things going on right now than any slight, you know, insignificant thing that, you know, an inconvenience in our own lives, right? Like, I think we can all agree that there's bigger things to worry about right now than something silly. At least that's how I feel. So, I mean, this is going to be a little bit more repetitive, um, than I would like, but I, I did just want to come on here, and to be completely frank, I have not prepared anything. I was just reading a book on my couch, and I said, you know what, let me just record something, because I think it's also a little bit cathartic for me, um, and also I think it's something that maybe you, maybe you need a sense of normal too. Maybe we all need a little bit of an adjustment, and if you look forward to hearing this lovely voice of mine, then I need to also contribute to maintaining a new normal, right? And I think that's kind of where we all are. We're all adjusting to a new normal. And I think the hardest part about this is not knowing how long this is going to be for. At least that's for me personally. I'm I'm really struggling with, well, how long is this going to be, right? Because I'm not working, right? I'm, I mean, I'm working from home, which I always wanted to do. And now that it's actually happening, if you follow me on my personal Instagram, um, you'll see that it's been a little bit of a struggle. Like, it's just nonstop. And I don't want to complain because I have a job, and I have a job that allows me the ability to work from home for the first time ever. And I'm not taking that for granted, but I will say that for somebody who always used to, like, be a little bit jealous of people that could work from home if they wanted to... Now I'm understanding it's not all it's cracked up to be, and especially as a teacher, um, not that I'm feeling overly like emotional, but I think there is um, a little bit of a heaviness to my heart right now because I do miss my students, and I do miss my normal everyday routine of going to work and having connections with those kids, and yeah, they drove me crazy, and they continue to do so, but there was a real, you know, you ha- you you create or you develop a real rapport with your students. If you're a teacher, you totally understand what I'm talking about. Um, and it's unlike something that I have in any other aspect of my life. It's a totally different, um, you know, routine or totally different feeling when I interact with those kids than I do with coworkers or with family or, you know, friends or anything like that. Um, because there's a level of respect for the most part. But there's also, like, common ground of, like, 
I'm here to help you and, and you're here to maybe even teach me some things. Um, and I'm missing a lot of that. There's a missing piece to my teaching right now. It's more robotic. It's more, hey, here's your assignment for the day. And, you know, I'm here from this time to this time to help you. And it's a lot of back and forth, but there isn't a true conversation taking place. Um, and, you know, I miss that. I miss the little, you know, the little ad libs or the little anecdotal, you know, stories or conversations that would come in, you know, whether it was me telling them something or them telling me something, if it related to, you know, whatever I was teaching for that lesson. And I'm missing that. And that's really hard because, you know, I don't know, truthfully, if I'm ever going to see those students for the rest of the year. And that's a tough pill to swallow for me because, as an as a an eighth grade teacher, you know it's this part this time of the year after spring break is pivotal. Like we have trips that we plan, we have graduation, we have the dance, we have like there's so many things. I you know I do the graduation for my for my kids and I say all their names and I give a speech and I really you know there's an award ceremony for our academic kids and you know those are the things that I take pride in as a teacher for the end of the year is it a headache absolutely is it a lot of planning yep but it's so rewarding when I get to say those kids names or when I get to you know give a speech about them and how it felt to be their teacher for that year and it's something that I do take pride in now in the grand scheme of things it's not the most important thing in the world right now, but in my personal life or in my professional life, it's, it's a little bit of a difficult thing because I don't know how long this is going to be for. If I get to go back to work in May, great. I'll probably complain the third day that I'm there, right? Because we're all going to go back to normal, um, which is a good and a bad thing. I don't, I don't want to go back to a normal where I forget all of this and kind of just pick up where I left off, but I also... I mean, I also want to go back to a sense of normalcy with just a little bit more insight into what's really important in life, right? And I think that's where, you know, yes, I am missing work and I am missing those kids and I'm missing, you know, everything that comes with it. Um, but there are some challenges that I'm, you know, I'm ready to say goodbye to when it comes to working from home. Um, it's very, very anxiety inducing. Um, like I'm not sleeping when it comes to work. I'm up all night tossing and turning. I, I got up more nights than I can count, like three o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, coming into my office and, you know, sitting here at my desk, like I am right now and looking at everything that I have planned for the next week or looking at, you know, the conversations or the interactions that I've had with my students through email and like just kind of trying to get a new sense of normal and adjusting to what this is going to be, you know, for that day or that week or, and it's really difficult. And I have a lot of anxiety about doing this job from home because I think in a lot of our lives, what we do for a living in part defines us. So when we have a little piece of our, you know, of our professional life altered or changed or taken from us, we're kind of left with like, well, now what do we do? And am I still doing this? And am I still doing it correctly? And am I doing justice to my job? And and those are the things that are keeping me up at night. Like I, on a good day, I'm a good teacher. And I don't know if these are good days. And I don't know if my kids are doing, you know, if I'm doing what I need to do for them. And it's just, it's just very difficult. But at the end of the day, 
we're keeping those kids safe by keeping them home and that's what's most important and I have to kind of always remind myself of that and that's where I think a lot of us should be and I know there's like this whole movement right now on Instagram which I'm loving and it's like just stay at home just stay at home just stay at home and I'm so impressed by the amount of people who are totally on board with this and are being so 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 like good about it and creative about it and and really making the most of this time and I still see some people that are like oh this isn't real this is a hoax and I'm out and I'm living my best life and I'm just like you know what I can't force you because who am I I can't force you to be smart like if you're gonna be dumb go ahead and be dumb but like don't kill people along the way right and I know that's like very dramatic of me to say but this isn't something that is like far away anymore like even when it even when it was kind of coming about in Italy, it still struck home for me and my family because our family is there, right? I've had people reach out to me, which I think is beautiful, of like, hey, how's your family in Italy doing? And like, it's, it, you know, that was hard enough, right? Seeing those numbers of like 500, 600, 700 people dying in a day from where my family is from, like, yeah, that hits home really fast, Right. But when it came here and, and, you know, and, and it started kind of like bleeding into people's lives, that's when we all woke up, or at least the majority of us woke up. And, you know, personally, it's, it's, it's in our family and it's, you know, it's, it's something that's very scary. And I, I can't, I can't like rest assured knowing that like everybody's staying home and like, cause there's still people that are being dumb. Like my dad's doctor told us that or told him to and he related it to us I'm not gonna be able to see my dad till June even if things get better and that is like you know you don't think about time in that way until it's gone like you don't think about like oh you know on on a regular week or during a regular week like well if I don't see my parents this week no big deal like I you know I'll see them whenever but and now I can't do that and it's like all I want to do is just like hang out and they drive me absolutely crazy, and I, don't get me wrong, but, you know, I would take that crazy over not being able to see my family until the summer. And I don't know, like, this adjustment is difficult, and I've seen that a lot of people are, are dealing with it in different ways, and, like, I think it comes in waves. I think some days or some hours or, or whatever are fine. Like, I am trying to maintain a sense of normalcy but also a sense of gratitude right like I'm so grateful for this opportunity to slow down right Frank and I are hanging out more and like normally on a weeknight it's like we're both home from work okay we're cooking now we're cleaning now we're doing this now we're working out now and then like okay time for bed whereas like we've been able to kind of create a new routine and it's really nice like and I mean it's it's not without understanding that there's bad things happening in the world but like we're trying really hard to you know take what we can from this and 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 make some sort of good out of it right so we're spending a lot of time together we're getting cre- we, we would go out every week for a date night and we're getting very creative of like okay we're gonna watch a movie and it's like we're at the movies or we're gonna do a board game or whatever and those little things are are helping um i mean I don't know. I think this this adjustment is the hardest part. Um, and like I said, like so, some days I'm fine with it. Some days I'm like I have no problem staying home, and I like being home. I don't 
I don't love going out. I don't love, you know, late nights and things like that. I've always been a little bit more of a serious person and maybe to a, to a fault, but this is something that, I mean, it's, you, it's like everybody only, only wanted to stay home and everybody wanted to just relax. And now that we are being told to do it, we're like, what do you mean? It's not my God given right to go out there and lick things. Like that's where we're at. And for me, it's not so much as of a struggle as staying home. Like I'm okay with that. It's just this, like this, these waves of like okayness and then anxiety. And it's not because I'm staying home and it's not because I'm not going to work. It's because I'm so worried about my family and, and my husband's family and, and my friends. And like, these are the things that, that I'm mostly struggling with. Like my husband's still going to work. Um, it's going to be a different type of schedule, but he's still going and, you know, my brother is still going to work and my sister-in-law and like our friends that are essential employees. And it's just like, every time you think you're like making traction and you're, you know, you're on the, the right side of it because you haven't left your house in X amount of days. And then the first time you have to step out of your house, it's like, well, did I just ruin all of the progress that I just made? And those are the the almost like the cycle of thoughts that I have um if I have to like go to shop right right and I'm a bleeding heart you know on any regular day like Frank and I were playing like a question game last night and one of the questions was like um I asked him like what makes me the most sad and he, without fail he's like when you see an old person by themselves and I'm like yep and that's that's the hardest part of being like in a shop right because I'm seeing like the elderly people like, just so panicked, and they're all trying to get in and get out without, like, exposing themselves to anything, and I'm like, do I just go up to this person and say, hey, go back to your car, give me your grocery list, and I will do your shopping for you? Like, I'm this close to doing that because it's breaking my heart seeing these people put their lives at risk for a loaf of bread. Like, I'm, 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 I'm a healthy adult. I, I mean, yeah, I have asthma and things like that, but, like, I'm willing to take the risk because this person is definitely you know, worse off than I ever would be. And they should not be exposing themselves for something that somebody else could be doing for them. And, and that's, those are the things that I'm struggling with as stupid as it might sound, but like, it's a helpless feeling. I think that we're all kind of feeling because number one, we don't know how long this is going to be. Number two, we cannot do anything about it. Number three, all we want is for ourselves and our families and our inner circles of groups of people that we love and care about to be okay. And we don't know if we can guarantee that. Like, we can't make promises. And it's scary. It's a scary thing. So, yeah, there are times when I'm like, hey, I can, you know, wear yoga pants and, and a sweatshirt every day. And I haven't touched my face with makeup and I haven't dried my hair. It's been air dry. And like, those are, I haven't put contacts in. I've been wearing my glasses, which I only wear at home, um, for almost three weeks. And like, those are the good things, right? Like Frank was folding my laundry the other day, being an awesome husband. And he's like, this is the easiest laundry to fold because it's leggings and t-shirts. And listen, I love the people who are getting ready still every day, like to maintain their sense of normalcy, like whatever that looks like for you. Like they're still blow drying their hair. They're still putting on makeup for the girls, right? They're still wearing jeans. God bless. I think that you are a warrior and I love you for that. However, I know that if I'm going to be home, I'm not wearing jeans. I'm not going to lounge on the couch 
in in my old navy jeans, whether they're stretchy or not. I'm going to be wearing leggings and a comfy shirt because comfort is more important to me than anything else. Um, but anyway, going back to this this adjustment of this you know new sense of normal that we're trying to maintain, like this new normal is what I've been hearing a lot. Um, and I think it looks different for everyone, but I did ask on social media, like, what is something that you, because all of this is so unknown and we, we don't really feel like we have control over a lot. So I asked like, what is one thing that is letting you kind of be anchored or or feel grounded and something that you have control over? Like, what are you doing every day to feel like you're in control of your life? Um, when all of this craziness is happening and the answers were awesome. Like for me, I'm doing a bunch of different things to maintain a sense of normal for me. Like I'm still making my bed every single day. Making my bed is huge for me. I don't know why. I think it's because I have uh, an insane mother. Um, but making my bed is like, that's how you know that like you're okay. Like you started your day in a good way and your room looks ni- nice and neat. And listen, I ooh, ow, just hit my leg. I battled making my bed for years um, until I went to college and I realized like the room is too small um, for your bed not to be made. Like it just looks bad if it's not. So that was where it like thrived. But now owning my own home and like every day it's, that's like, I don't even think about it. It just gets done. And I've timed it. It takes like 45 seconds. I mean, for me, it takes a little bit longer because I'm psychotic again. Thanks mom. Um, but that's, that's one thing that I've been doing to, to have a sense of normalcy. And it's such a little thing, but to me, it makes a big difference as well as like getting dressed. Now, again, I'm not wearing, you know, my wedding dress every day, but I am changing out of pajamas and, you know, still wash my face still well hopefully you're always brushing your teeth but like the way that I start my morning when I used to get up for work and go to work is the same way I'm starting my morning now like before I sit down at my desk to go to work I am dressed for the day right um I, as soon as work is over I work out my gym has been incredible and they are they're still um, creating workouts. They're sending them through email to all of it, their members. And it's all at-home workouts, and I've been doing those. Um, and I've been trying to mix it up a little bit because I, I'm somebody who needs variety. I can't do the same thing over and over again. I mean, if it's good for me, yes, I'm going to do it. But I want a variety. Like, I go to the gym, or I was going to the gym every single day, and the workouts were always different. Whereas these workouts from home, yeah, they're different, but, like, they're just feeling the same because I'm in the same place doing them, if that makes sense. So I've been going on really long walks around my neighborhood. If it's nice out, if the sun is out, I'm walking. I usually would only walk for a half an hour on, like, a normal day, and now I'm just going for as long as I can until I'm ready to come home. So most days, that's, like, a little bit over an hour, um, because it just feels nice. And it, my neighborhood is pretty big in the sense of like, I'm not like running into people. And if I am like, we're able to maintain distance and not have it be like awkward. Um, and I'm doing that. I'm still cooking now. I am cooking a lot of days in a row, a lot, because normally we would go out on a Friday and like, we have talked about like getting takeout or, or delivery or things like that to help these small businesses. Um, and that's something that I think that we're definitely going to be doing, you know, the further that we get into this. Um, but right now we're just trying to use the food that we have and I'm getting pretty creative with dinners. Um, but you know, cooking and preparing food and 
that's that's a big thing for me on a normal day so I'm just continuing to do it because it's very easy to fall into a slippery slope of like eh let's just have pasta you know every night or let's have something really bad for us chicken fingers or like so I'm trying to have us still eat food that's good for us because now more than ever it's important to be healthy um anyway so I asked a bunch of people like what what's something that you're doing and some of the, the answers were great like my friend Brianna, who I love and adore, um, we've been friends since we were, I don't know, 14 or 15. I'm not even sure at this point. She's just somebody that's like always been a constant in my life. Like we could not talk to each other for like six months because life gets in the way. And the minute we hang out, it's like right back to where we left off. We've been like that forever. And there's, I can't say that about a lot of the friendships that I have, um, but hers is, is definitely the most consistent in that way. Um, and I, I love her. Uh, she is a clean freak and I love that about her um so I asked you know social media I put out a poll of like what are you doing to maintain control and she's like cleaning everything and playing the sims her and I share a love for the sims like you would not believe I've been playing the sims since I was like seven or eight years old and I am unapologetic in the fact that I still play it in fact Frank got it for me um on xbox I do love a pc version of of the sims because I'm, I'm quicker with it on my computer but i don't have it on my computer but i do have it on the xbox it's hard to get to the xbox sometimes because frank loves it but i do love the sims in fact and this is probably something i shouldn't admit but when i was in college um i had a night class where my professor was so old like so 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 old and it was really hard to focus on her class um because it was all just like her just like talking about the reading that we should have done prior to the class. And, you know, like I can have a discussion about anything, um, but it was very hard with, with her. I mean, I actually ended up really liking her as a person, uh, but it was really hard to be in her class. So I used to sit in the back row, long story short, I used to sit in the back row on my computer um, and play The Sims during that night class. So that college education, you know, anyway, it was like a once a week, the class, you know, it, it, it all turned out okay. But, um, Brianna's been playing The Sims and she's been cleaning and, and that's been working for her. Some people are meditating. Some people are doing like awesome DIY crafts. Like I'm making a quilt or I'm making a scrapbook or, you know, whatever. Um, a lot of people are still working out, which I love. Um, meal prepping. And that's, that's been big for me too. Just like creating or, or, you know, making meals, um, that we can just like go to and not have to like every night be like, Oh, what am I going to make? Because I think it's hard when you're, you know, there's so much unknown happening. And the last thing you want to think about is like, Oh, what am I going to make for dinner tomorrow? Like, can I go to the grocery store or should I be staying home? Like we usually go to the store every Sunday and get our food for the week, but we've been trying to kind of prolong it as long as we can. Um, and that's been, kind of our focus of like, well, let's eat what we have before we start like, because we're, I mean, I'm a stress buyer. So like if I'm, a, if I'm grocery shopping, I don't know when I'm going to be at the grocery store again, I'm buying like you wouldn't believe. Um, and that kind of is also anxiety inducing because then you look at all of your food in the fridge and you're like, um, can I make all of this? Like, why do I have six things of asparagus? Like not necessary. There's two of us living here. So anyway, um, maintaining a sense of normalcy in this, you know, in this unknown is, has been hard, but a lot of people are, are doing, you know, really good things like yoga. My friend has been doing yoga 
every day. And I'm new to yoga. I um, just kind of started playing around with it. I just wanted some sort of variety in my workouts. So I've been doing yoga, yoga, sorry, I've been doing yoga a lot on Sundays. Um, like I just finished yoga and then I decided that I was going to record this. Um, and I'm terrible at it. And it's kind of a, a struggle because I used to be so flexible and strong when I was a cheerleader. And now it's like, my body doesn't move that way anymore. So it's a little frustrating, but I'm liking the challenge of it. And it's also kind of grounding me a little bit. I'm somebody who's like, go, 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 go all the time. And now I'm just, this is kind of keeping me a little bit more relaxed, which is nice. Um, other people are, it's a mindset thing for them. So like looking on the bright side of things like, Hey, I'm healthy. Hey, I'm good. That's been somebody else's anchor of like, it's all going to be okay. And I think a lot of self-talk and a lot of positive self-talk has been helpful for a lot of people, including me. Um, full disclosure, like I see a therapist every other week and I was at first very quick to be like, oh, I'll just cancel my therapy sessions until this like new, you know, all of this kind of blows over. Um, and this was my thought like weeks ago. And as it's been more serious, I decided to stick with my therapy sessions and do it via, you know, video chat with my therapist. And that has been something to look forward to, uh, for me because, you know, there's a lot going on and there's a lot of uncertainty and just kind of having someone, you know, impartial to talk to who you, who I respect immensely, um, it ha that actually has been something great for me. So like mindset is, is good. Um, a lot of people have been watching a lot of movies, which I love Frank and I included, like we've been on this movie kick. We have, um, we have a, like a, not a pact, but like we've decided, so a decision, um, that we were going to watch all the animated movies on Disney plus. So we've been like, you know, filing away that, um, we've been watching really good movies too. Like Frank is such a movie guy. Um, if you were at our wedding, you know that that was like a big part of our ceremony, books and movies, because I'm a book girl and he is a movie guy. Um, and we've been watching a lot of good movies and like, you know, even now I think, you know, after I'm done with this, we're going to go, we, every Sunday we usually have a movie night, but this has very quickly become like as often as we can, we have a movie night and we, we go back and forth of picking between, you know, his choice, my choice. So my choice tonight. Um, and that's kind of been nice too. We have little things to look forward to and little things to be grateful for. Like when was the last time we were able to sit every night and watch something together without one of us being like, Oh, you know what? I'm too tired or, you know, all right, just put on something that, you know, doesn't really matter. We don't have to listen to because we're both just like, can't focus on a real show or a real movie. And now it's like, well, what else are we doing? I said that like seven times today because I've been begging Frank to watch that Tiger King documentary with me. Um, that mini series that's on Netflix, I 100% will not be able to persuade him to watch Love is Blind with me, um, which I still haven't watched, um, past episode one, but I wanted to watch Tiger King for a while because everybody was talking about it and I watched the trailer and I was like, this is my jam. Like this amount of crazy in a documentary type, you know, platform is something that I can get down with 100% of the time. That is my jam. I really don't watch TV like on TV. I'll watch something on Netflix and it's more often than not a documentary. I just can't focus on things that aren't, you know, enticing in that way. So when I saw Tiger King, I was like, that right there is what I'm going to do. So I've been begging him and he's like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Today, um, 
he came downstairs in our living room from upstairs, you know, in our room. And it was in the morning and I had woken up before him. So he came down and he sat down before he could like change his mind. I was like, ha, we're going to watch Tiger King. And, uh, yeah, we're halfway done (laughs) because it is wild. Now it's wild in the sense of like being fully judgmental right now. Like it is somebody who is like, you know, this, he, he says it himself. He's a gay, gun-toting, tiger-loving, whatever. And that is going to make people want to watch, myself included. I am only human. I am not made of stone. And I will sit and watch a train wreck of a person go full crazy on Netflix. Just saying. So that was my initial, like, oh, my God, this guy is crazy. These people are absolutely insane. And as we've been, like diving deeper into this show it's actually very sad and it's very like shocking that these things take place and um you just gotta you gotta keep watching like I want we were supposed to watch a movie tonight and I kind of want to you know make a hard bargain of like let's just finish the documentary series and maybe watch a movie tomorrow, but I don't think I'm going to win that argument. We literally spent like five hours today watching it, so I don't think that I'm going to win that one. But anyway, so anyway, the the new normal is a, is, a, is a thing that I've been hearing a lot, and I think that, honestly, I'm probably going to end up titling this episode a new normal or something of that nature because it is something I've been hearing a lot on the news. Full disclosure, I've also been trying to not watch the news. I was watching it every single day, and... I realized how bad that was, and now I'm really, like, once a week, maybe every couple of days turning it on in the morning, um, because honestly, I'm getting the news in other ways, like, my dad calls me about 14 times a day at this point, and he's always got some sort of news to tell me, um, so really I don't need to turn on the TV, um, but, you know, this new normal is, is I think really tough for everybody, this transition into, okay, This is what our life is going to look like for a while. And in some ways, it's not that big of a difference for everybody. Like for us, yeah, it's, it's a change, but it's not super, super drastic other than the fact that like I can't go to work or we can't like go do things. Um, but this has affected people in ways that I can't even fathom. Like people who've had to cancel weddings or graduations or bridal showers or baby showers or people who are going to have a baby right now and they don't even know if their husband can be with them. Like, those are the things that are those drastic, like, you can't make that into a new normal. There's no adjustment for that other than, like, you're allowed to feel sad. Um, and I think that's that's a big thing for everybody right now. Like, I think we all feel like we need to be brave Whereas, like, if this is affecting you directly, like, if you know somebody who's tested positive or if you are someone who is tested positive and you don't really know how to feel, like, you're allowed to feel whatever you need to feel. Um, But for me and for Frank and, you know, for our families and things like that, our friends, like, I've made a big effort to really talk to my friends every day if I can because, yeah, you miss them on a normal, you know, in a normal way most of the time because life is busy and it things get in the way and you can't see each other but now it's totally different where like you have all the free time in the world and you can't see each other that's what's hard so this adjustment and this new normal is something that I've been struggling with and I think the way that I've been combating it a little bit is being on the offense of it and just trying to maintain any sort of routine that I've always been able to to anchor myself to so I'm still doing a gratitude journal every day I'm still working out every day I'm still you know 
getting ready, you know, loosely for the day every day and, you know, cooking and cleaning and, and doing the things that I would have normally done, but now with just like a little bit of a heavy heart and, and a grateful heart as well, because this is something that we don't know how long it's going to be for. And that's the, the part that makes us all kind of go, huh, all right, well, if this is what it's going to be like for the foreseeable future, what can I do to make sure that that foreseeable future is something that serves me well? Um, and again, I'm, I'm figuring it out. I really don't know. Some days are good. And some days I'm like climbing the walls and I'm like, I need to get out of this, this house. Um, and those are where those like long walks come into play. But listen, it's been crappy out the past like two days. And I had to like convince myself today to do anything. And I really didn't do much. We watched a lot of TV, um, the documentary. I wrote down some recipes for the week that I want to make. I did some yoga and we're doing laundry. Like it's a typical Sunday in the sense of like not much is going on, but there's always that like feeling in the back of like not much is going on because nothing can go on because there's so much tragedy right now and we don't know how long that's going to be. So anyway, I just wanted to jump on here and, you know, get this out a little bit. Um, if you're struggling, like I kind of want to do like a wellness check. Like if you're struggling, like reach out, DM me on, on Instagram. I want to talk about it. I want you guys to feel like you can. Um, I don't know if that's corny or not, or if I even have the ability to say something so audacious as that, but here I go. You know, like if you're doing great, I want to know why you're doing great. Like tell me what you're doing so that you still feel really good. If most days are good and some days are crappy, like let's talk about the comparison between the two. What are, what's some things that are making your day good and what's happening that's making it not so good. Um, and again, like I said, if you're struggling, let's talk because there are days where I am too. I think I kind of have to feel like I, ha I, I have to feel like I, I can't say that because I'm not sick and I'm not, you know, out in the trenches, but like, it's okay to feel the things that you need to feel. So reach out if you absolutely want to, need to, don't want to, but you feel like you should, whatever you need to do. Um, and I hope everybody's feeling well and, and staying safe and healthy and listen to yourself, listen to your body, listen to your mind. And I don't know, let's just try to get through this the best that we can. And if things don't change for, you know, a little bit, we're going to have to figure out what our new normal is going to be for longer than we expect. So let's figure that out together, I guess. Enjoy the rest of your day or whenever you're, you know, day, night, evening, anytime. Um, and... I'll talk to you guys soon.